I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, we did do a radio show and it was a lot of fun. We did some jokes and our guest was John Richardson. Um, I thought there isn't enough folk music on uh, <laughs> Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner out with uh, Emily and Gareth. Hi, Frank. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just we just did the show you're about to listen to and I loved it. I really loved it. I laughed... I mean, I laughed at The Guardian. That was a creak was my chair, not my spine. I thought it was my spine for a minute. John was nice. Yes. What do you mean by that? I just meant he was nice. Every male guest we have on <laughs> doesn't have a partner. <laughs> leering going on. I mean, am I like that when we have a female guest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to you listening to it. Mm. What about that? What about That's that good. for a conundrum? And dog names? No, pet names is what we talked about. We talked about pet names yes. for pets. Yeah, pets' names. Well, they'll find they'll find that out soon yeah. enough if they're going to listen. I don't know. If, the trouble is with you saying that. If anyone one of their pet hates his pet names, mm. they'll think, "Oh, I was going to listen, but now maybe I'll leave it at just the intro." Absolute radio. So, um, we, we you know we arrived this morning. We picked up the newspapers. We sat around chatting, and the big story is uh, Tiger Woods has had a. Uh, has had a car crash. Massive row with his wife is what he's had. Is that well? We don't know that. That's allegedly. <laughs> but um, is yeah, that Roland Rat's legal people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they asked him, and he went, <laughs> um, "Yeah." So that apparently he drove out of his house at two fifteen a.m. into uh, a first of all a fire hydrant, which was only like you know just up the road as well. A fire hydrant. Now in, in films, if ever anyone drives into a fire hydrant, you get a big oh, you get a big whoosh. Yeah, so I was hoping at Tiger Bush. <laughs> I was hoping that when they, when the police arrived, he'd be bobbing up and down on top of the jet of water like one of those <laughs> those balls that you get at the fair. <laughs> that would have been help, get help me, get me down. But he didn't. He hit a fire hydrant. Uh, I say just up the road, but apparently you can only drive about three hundred and eighty yards. Um, <laughs> I looked him up this morning. That's what it said. Um, and uh, he's a funny then- looking bloke, Tiger Woods. I think he looks a bit like David Guest. Yeah. He, don't you think he <laughs> has does? Has he been in a fire as well? <laughs> well? He looks like he might have been. <laughs> He's been in a fire hydrant. <laughs> um, no, he does. I know what you mean. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's not as cool. How can I put this in a politically correct way? I always think of black men as being cooler than white men. I'll be honest with you. Mm. And I don't. I mean, I'm not beating myself up. Mm. I, I, I can live being less cool. But he seems not that cool to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I imagine he's incredibly dull. Well, no, well, I did think that, but I must say he's gone up in my estimation since he's had a row with his wife, he's a fire hydrant and then driven into a tree at 2.15 in the morning. It doesn't take much to, move, to win me over. <laughs> so I, I kind of, uh, I like, uh, but he's, he's called Tiger, so I'm presuming there is something crazy about him, unless he's got very bad stretch marks. <laughs> Why did they have a row? Apparently he's been <laughs> cheating on her, allegedly, yeah. with a party hostess, comma, 34. <laughs> well, the one thing about going out with a party hostess, that's your party sorted, though, isn't it? <laughs> so, oh, it's my birthday on Thursday, I'll leave that with you, Janice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fabulous. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, 
Why? I would never. I can't imagine ever leaving my house at two fifteen in the morning to drive. Oh, I've done it loads. Where Where are you driving to at that time? Dare I ask? I'm just driving around. I I have done that when I've had rows. Don't you do that? When I've had a row? Yeah. No, just get in the car. Day after leave. <laughs> right. I, I tend not to row in their flat. <laughs> no. Um. I, also, I go out with the homeless quite a lot, so there's nowhere <laughs> there's nowhere to storm out from. Absolute radio. I have an envelope in my hands. What's in that envelope, Frank Skinner? Well, I'll tell you this, and some of you who listen to the show regularly will know, or even if you just listened last week, actually, that'll do, is that we were talking, there is a, a website called uh, beautifulpeople.com, and it's a dating website, and to get your photo on there and all your stuff, you have to qualify as what they call beautiful, so that you send your photo in, and they let you know whether you're beautiful or not. And, if and it's not, only 12... They said they only accept 12% of men and 15% of UK women. Yeah, well, I think they would accept more. I don't think that's a policy. <laughs> I think that, that's what percentage of UK men and women are beautiful. Okay, yeah. They actually... Uh, they said in a survey that, that we are the ugliest people in Europe. So Frank said that I would never be able to get onto this website. Did you not, Frank? I don't. I don't think I said that. You did. did I, I don't think I said that. You said, I, "Oh, well, you might pass." I, I doubt I, it. Oh, I, I just. You were so confident. I, I was worried. <laughs> you know, you were overconfident. It's like a child taking their exams. I just wanted to put the idea in your head that failure was a possibility. That's all. Oh well, you succeeded, my friend. Right. But we have the results in. Yeah. The, so the result. The result. The producer printed these off this morning, so um, no one knows. And I, this is me listening. The envelope is being opened. There you go. Yeah, the envelope is being opened. Uh, from beautifulpeople.com. Dear Emily, the members of beautifulpeople.com have cast their votes. Um, I don't... Uh, they are pleased to inform you that the majority of members on beautifulpeople.com found your application very attractive and, grant, yes! and granted you membership. Yes! How do you oh. like them apples, Frank very Skinner? Good. So mm. the... The majority of members, so 51%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a tough... I mean, there was three recounts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like when George Bush won. I mean, uh, there's, it, there's a lot of debate. But it was all a bit fa- Florida. In fact, uh, it sounds a bit like the Afghanistan elections <laughs> to me with you as the Karzai. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, I should say, though, Frank, I'm, I'm so happy, I'm so Hold happy. on, I haven't finished yet. Oh, well, okay. welcome to the beautiful people community. <laughs> Now, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> well, that's all right, because you're not in it. Now, I'm glad I'm not in it, because in the main, I find beautiful people extremely dull and vain. <laughs> I once went out with a catwalk model, I'll yeah. be honest with you, not for very long. She was 17, I was about 61 at the time. <laughs> and um, I, she honestly said to me, this is not a made-up quote, she honestly... I said, she was saying, oh, God, I've got to shoot today. I hate, I hate getting photographed. I hate catwalking. I hate clothes. And um, I said, is, is there anything you like, Natalie? And oh, I'm giving <gasps> a name away. So, name anyway, down. I said, is there anything you like? And she said, uh, cocaine and Ferraris. <laughs> and I thought, this is, this is not going to last, is it? So, um, and then it says, welcome to Beautiful. What do you want to do next? It says. Oh. Well, what does that mean? I'm just, I don't know. What next? Is that an invitation of some sort? Well, I suppose you have to... Uh, if you're on there, I suppose yeah. you have to. You can be. You could appear in certain categories. Oh, I am imagining you're in uh, the I outskirts did... of town category. Oh, <laughs> Frank. I did have to submit about three pictures. 
So that's because uh, everybody. And it was from ten years ago. And everybody it was everybody has got one nice picture. I, I don't care who you are. The Elephant Man would, would have had one photo where he looked all right. Yeah, everybody's it's, it's got one. It's what Tyra calls your best shot. Yeah, exactly. And it was my best shot. It was, t- it was ten years old, and I did knock seven years off my age. You didn't. I did. Well, if they're listening to this, surely they'll have to be a, they'll have to be another meeting of the beautiful people. No, because it's a bit I... early for them. Obviously, they'll be having their beauty sleep. Uh, uh, Karen, can you? Oh God! I mean, why wake me at this time, Mark? You know, I'm too beautiful to get up this early in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's been an emergency. I'm telling you, someone learned about their age. Isn't it? I mean, what well, it could go on forever, couldn't he? That's my view. Radio. The other thing I liked about that uh, Tiger Woods thing was that he said his wife came out of the house with a golf club, <laughs> broke the back window of his car <laughs> to get him out, right? And I love the fact if you're Mrs Tiger Woods, you think, <laughs> oh, what, what can I grab to... Oh, there's a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> so if Pete Doherty was in a crash, the, the, his girlfriend would break the back window with an opium pipe. <laughs> <laughs> If it was Bruce Force, I'd be one of those when you punch the glass, but you use a toupee to stop your cotton in your hand, but you grab, just grabbed on one by the stand. Like a stand by the door next to the coats, you imagine. And I've got Stuart Broad's cricket bat, so I need to ideally have a row with the cricketer. Well, you, yeah, ideally Stuart Broad, I suppose. Yeah. But why smash the bat window to get someone out of a car as well? Was he driving from the back seat? No wonder he crashed the fall. He's so used to being driven, <laughs> in a golf he got bucket. into the back seat and thought, oh, the car's not started, reached across, off it went, and he's just in the back like a, like a fool sitting there. Are we sure that she smashed the back window with a golf club after he crashed? Or was that what she was oh. doing as he was driving oh, I away? Seen that, but it's, all the papers said that she, she was hovering when they arrived, which would be worth seeing. Mm. That could be a misprint. She could have been hoovering when they arrived. <laughs> be broken glass all over the place, you know. She's a very practical woman, apparently, uh, Mrs Woods. Woodsy, as I, I call her. So, you know, we often sit around um, saying uh, what we're going to have as a texting. And uh, last week we went for uh, memorabilia. Mm. Uh, if anyone's got any interest in memorabilia... And we got several texts, but they were all saying, you've done this before. Mm. Do you think we have? Good. I think we had done it before and we just forgot. It's inevitable, isn't it? As the show progresses, we're going to forget stuff we've done mm. early on. It's like painting the fourth bridge. We'll end up doing about 50 shows in. You start doing the first show again, you just do them all over again and you just hope everyone's forgotten. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> so this week, someone uh, was talking about they had a friend with an unusual pet name, right? Mm. And... Uh, not their friend, didn't it? But their pet had an unusual name. Uh, we can't say what it is because it's swearing. It was a bit rude. But um, so that got us thinking about. Um, so that w- we thought would be good. Now, I was, I was obviously it's good to have a few. My um, my rabbit was called um, Big Bender Holt. It was not when I was a kid. Yeah. What, what the hell? You know that formula for pet names when you use your porn name <laughs> and your mum's maiden name. <laughs> so uh, that was. But also, Frank, yeah, um, you did have an unusual pet name because when you shared a flat with David Baddiel, uh yes. didn't you have a cat? I used called- to call him Darling, <laughs> <laughs> but never on air. Didn't you have a cat with a very good name? Yeah, well, he, yes. Um, well, he, he got a cat, and I suggested calling. He was on. We we're talking about names, and I suggested Chairman Meow. 
Which is genius. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, it was a joke, though. It was one of those. You know when you see headlines in, your so- in the sun and the mirror and you think, I bet that was a joke, and then someone said, no, let's do it. Let's just put it in anyway. <laughs> um, so... Um, but he's still he called actually, that. Yeah, I that's... can exclusively reveal. I was around there recently. He was going, come on, chairman. But he's called the other one Monkey. So I think he maybe needed you around for inspiration. Oh, well, it was a classic mix-up, wasn't it? You don't want to call a cat monkey. That's going to be identity problems. I mean, <laughs> I, I was sitting in his house the other night and watching that cat peel a banana with its feet. <laughs> and I thought, well, this, this is what you do, you see. You, you, you lead them one way and, and then another. I had to, There was a very um, well-known comedian called Malcolm Hardy, who is sadly no longer with us. Um, and he had a three-legged, three-legged dog called Tripod. Did he? Yeah, which I thought was was fabulous. Knowing uh, Malcolm, though, such a lover of a joke, he might have thought of that and then amputated the leg. <laughs> <laughs> I like really boring guys' names for animals. So, like, I like Stephen for a cat. Um, a friend of mine had an Alsatian called Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it was named after a cricketer. Yeah, but that was... Uh, yeah, that didn't... Anyway, if you um, have an unusual... What worries me about this one is people yeah. can make anything up. They can just say, I- I've got a... a Kestrel called Yuri Gagarin and who are we to argue? Yeah but I've lied to get on beautifulpeople.com, whatever it takes. Yeah well <laughs> but I don't want people sending in a tissue of lies <laughs> no one said bless you then We've already uh, had one. <laughs> Ethan in Newcastle Ethan. says my mate had a cat called David Hasselhoff no idea why <laughs> There you go <laughs> that. Up and running okay, already. That's a tribute there yeah. Ethan. Ethan. No, it's Ethan. No, it, it's, this Ethan. is the name of Garrett's child, yeah. so don't get the name wrong. And also, we've got um, we've got John Richardson. Comedian. I went to see his gig last night. Yeah. Which more later? He's our guest this morning, John Richardson. <laughs> yeah. Why are you playing that music? It was the fam- most famous character in Dallas. Jr. What's John Richardson's <laughs> initial? <laughs> Through this well, process you know, every time, I, it's not easy it to come up. It takes about twenty minutes to work it's out. You try coming up with a jingle for <laughs> that's John Richardson. It's a very terrible cryptic. thing. You know what, what <laughs> would you have chosen then? It's not that easy. You know, I, I, th- I thought theme of Crossroads, theme from Crossroads, Meg Richardson. I would I have played the Waltons, like Night John Boy or something. That would have been much. Better. Oh, and that would have been more obvious, <laughs> would it? People would have been yes. expecting Isaac Walton to come on and talk about <laughs> angling. <laughs> Absolute Radio. And uh, we're asking people for unusual pet names that, you know, obviously not pet names, names that their pets have. We've mm. got some fantastic ones. Um, Sally in Petersfield, my friend called their cats Pussolini and Kittler. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> it sort of fits with Chairman Mao. It's, it's, yeah. it's, sort, of, it's like sort of very dictatorial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm loving that. <laughs> Hi guys, unusual pet names I had a border collie called Rabby George Burns, Glasgow Because I guess that's Rabby Burns, Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't oh. think pets take on your surname Do they normally? I think he's got that mixed up with Wives <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only way he got it mixed up <laughs> That way I've got a tortoise called Toaster That's a good one Anina <laughs> says we had a cat, a cat called Hosehead He was banished to a farm As I was allergic to him but the strangest... Hose head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. As in head belonging to a hoe? Yeah. Or as no, a, as in a, you know... I was going to say. Fire engines. The hose hoe. head. That'd be a great name for a pop. I might nip down the hose head. <laughs> Time's it open. Well, so... Um, We've had another text in, though, Frank, from Shams, <laughs> saying, Hello, Capital, my bird is called Governor. <laughs> 
they think we're capital radio? Or maybe he's, he's, he's sending from outside London, and that's what he always calls London. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's his pet name for absolute. He might just be a really posh, <laughs> old-fashioned gen. Yeah. Oh, capital. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want people thinking I work for Capital, though. A station, oh, essentially, that hates music. So, um... <laughs> Yes, well, well, they're all very good. I'm mm. pleased with that we've got, uh, some weeks. We you know we we open a we open a vein, don't we? And, it, and, and the blood floweth. Mm. <laughs> what? How do you get a nickname like Hosehead? I wonder. Who Hosehead is very violently sick. Maybe its snout was uh, lost in an accident early on. They had to have a metal snout <laughs> fitted with like a a, 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 a a thing that you turn that either let the mucus out or not. And that gave it. You could, if you held that cat, you could put out fire. If you let you've allowed that mucus to build up over a period, say if the cat got quite a heavy cold, you could let it build up. And if there was a fire, just remove that thing, and then you could use it to put the fire out. Maybe that's how it got that nickname. Though you have to be careful because Tiger Woods will probably run it over if it's shaped like a fire. <laughs> well, that's, that's another problem. <laughs> of course, it might always it, it might have had um, some tights trapped over his head in a kind of a pantyhose head. Mm. Type of a, oh, that's another possibility. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by Hosehead and his uh, and his various derivatives. Never mind Hosehead. I read something really interesting in the paper this week. It's a makeup story. Yes, I like makeup stories. I read it in the Spectator. Oh, what, what should we talk about while she's doing this, Gareth? No, you'll find it quite interesting. Okay, I can bring you into this a makeup story. Go yes. on. Um, you Have know, you made it up. No, it's not like my beautifulpeople.com application. No. You know that guy. Oh, that's Pattinson. a makeup story in itself, I would guess. <laughs> God, that's a makeup. Anyway, carry on. You know that guy, Robert Pattinson, who's in that big vampire film, New Moon? Oh, yes, yes. And the girl opposite him, Kristen Stewart. I've only ever seen him Twilight. on a red carpet. I've never seen him in any other context other than on a red carpet with screaming women. Like, that's his life. Well, girls will go mental over him. But all this, you know, the vampire chic's very in at the moment. So apparently that has meant that sales of pale makeup have risen by 200%. I think that's really interesting. Yes. Because wow. <laughs> everyone looks like they've been... Everyone wants to look pale yeah. again. Do they? Do you Just prefer not, Because pale? people wanted to look young, but vampires have been around for hundreds of years. That's true. And so now I'm, people I'm want to look I'm not sure like vampires they're... have been around at all, have they? <laughs> Vampires, the mythical creatures. Oh, the myth. Yeah, okay. They can live a long put, time. Can you don't put they? a date on a mythical creature? That reminds me of when I saw an, a, a World Cup exhibition. It's an England uh, World Cup exhibition, and they had the uh, first ever mascot for England in '66 was a thing called World Cup Willie, which is a lion with like a Union Jack. Oh suit. yeah, I remember that. And it said, uh, "And uh, uh, World Cup Willie will be there in brackets life size." <laughs> And I thought you've got a problem here with a fictional <laughs> character. <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah, I I think I like um, women who look pale rather than that sort of tan thing. Do you? I think so. Yeah. I uh, I'm not sure about tanning for health. I know. I don't, I, is spray on tan? Is that all right for you? Oh yeah, it's fine. Spray on tan. Okay. Um, I was um, working on a TV show. Yes, it's an old story, and. Um, <laughs> And the makeup woman said to me, "You know, I have to put so much makeup on you because you're so pale. Couldn't you go to a tanning shop and get, you know, <laughs> give us a ha- give us a help here, give us a leg up on on makeup?" So I'd never been to one before, and I thought you lay on these sunbeds and uh, stuff. But um, you actually went in. You must. Do you go to them, Emily? I'm guessing. I might have been known to have gone to one. Okay. Um, so um, that's slightly worrying because um, that. Producers just put a note in front of it that says regret (laughs) 
Is this the, the tone my voice should go, take <laughs> for this? Um, and then I went to a tanning salon. Is that, is that regret? I'm thinking so. And I think that means I, I have to play regret it because I'm talking to you. What, much. now? Yes, but I'm just, I'm just setting the scene. It's a cliffhanger, okay, okay. right? <laughs> I've arrived at a tanning salon and I've discovered that you don't lie on a bed. You have to you go sad. into a booth. And assume a Tai Chi position. Um, no one said that. <laughs> they played Euro pop and I basically <laughs> danced naked. But anyway, um, yes, I think that's a very good cue for regret. Absolute Radio. So before you go into the booth at the tanning shop, they give you these these gold circles, <laughs> like shiny gold sticky circles, and you you turn them into little cones, little gold shiny cones, which you then stick in each eye socket, and it's so that the sun won't burn your eyes. It's not the sun. It's not the sun. Yeah, it's but whatever. UV it is, rays. It's the UV rays don't burn your eyes. So you're standing in there with two gold shiny cones. What pants in your did eye. you have on? Pants. Yeah, I was completely naked. What? <laughs> Well, yes, lunatic. Yes, this leads to the next part oh. of the story, because I did 14 minutes in there. That's a, if only I'd been in there with you, I would have told you, I would have yes. advised you. Well, if you'd have been in there with me, I'd have, I'd have got a much bigger tan. <laughs> were, you wearing, were you wearing pants at the start? And, no, um, I'm never wearing pants. The, I arrived in the pants. the UV rays made them disintegrate. <laughs> no, no. What was left of them. Listen, I've got to get this in before the news. OK, OK. Um, so, um... So, yes, yeah, so... I, what you say what, to all the girls. <laughs> yes. Has it got to be carry-on absolute? <laughs> no. So, so I came out and I, got, I went home and I had a bit of... I was, I'd pinked up quite a bit. <laughs> but there was... Um, how can I put this now? I realise as I've started this anecdote, it's not an anecdote you can actually tell on the radio without a certain amount of... Um, had you burned yourself? I burned myself in a uh, sensitive area. In a particularly sensitive area. I understand. I mean, at the, the very um, extreme as, of a sensitive area. It's because you took your pants off, you idiot. I know that, but I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> so um, the next time I went, I said, um, "Could I have three of those gold discs?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is absolutely true. I stood it there with a gold disc in each eye and, and look. A a gold cone, a little gold cone in each eye, and a little gold cone fitted like a... <laughs> it's what I imagine, if, if C-3PO took his clothes off, <laughs> it's what I imagine was underneath. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm here with uh, Emily and Gareth, as always. And also our guest coming up soon is, um, is John Richardson. You're just playing the wrong one now. This is the deer hunter. hunter. Well, How are you going to justify that? I don't want to let the deer hunter go because I really like that. Can we get a guest in? I'm just talking to him <laughs> another person. Can we get a guest that a sort of... Can you get Hunter in from Gladiator? <laughs> yeah. Or Bambi. You could have Bambi in. I don't think Bambi... Actually, Hunter, if you think about it, you could, you could use... If you left a phone message for Hunter... Because he must get letters addressed, Dear Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave a phone message that went... I fear... Sorry you're not there, but um, I just found him to say that those that, that paint is ready now if you want to come and uh, pick it up. OK? OK, thanks a lot. <laughs> that paint? I can't imagine Hunter buys paint. Um, oh, yeah, I think he's always doing the place out. <laughs> no, that you're thinking of painter. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's I, right. He's my favourite gladiator painter. <laughs> yeah, painter. <laughs> and decorator, he's good as well. 
<laughs> Painter and decorator. Uh, yeah, I think decorator's quite good, yeah. Plastra, that didn't, he didn't really... He was too expensive, that's what I... Kept, kept squashing people against walls. Yeah. Also, he could only work in dry weather. And uh, the, their autumn series... I mean, he was, he was hardly ever there, for goodness sake. Um, um, we've had good, lots of good texts of pet names. What a funny names that their pets have got. Um, mm. I couldn't think of a cool name for my dog, so I named him Difa, as in Difa Dog. Difa Dog. Oh, that's that's from Frank in Brum. No, I like from Frank in Brum. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I started talking to myself. Not only talking to myself, but texting myself over a distance of some 120 miles. That's the first sign of madness. Justin Actually, I from think Luton. Socking your thumb in America is the first <laughs> sign of madness. Frank. Sorry. Um, Do you know, by the way, that um, Simon, <laughs> that um, Susan Boyle's album is on Psycho Records? Yes, I do know that. Yeah, because right. I didn't know that. See, I saw an, a, a review and it said, um, Susan Boyle, I dreamed the dream, in brackets, psycho. And I thought, <laughs> there's no need. I mean, we'll make our own minds up, thank you very much. <laughs> wild horses couldn't drag her away. No, they, they tried at seven <laughs> wild horses. I think eight actually did get her to budge. <laughs> she did eventually uh, let go of the lamppost. Anyway, so, yeah, that's a good, I like, I like Deepa. Have you finished? Sorry. Poor Susan. <laughs> Sorry, Susan. If She's had a lovely it. makeover. You were saying she'd had, uh, well, I can't, can I say this? Allegedly, you were alleging that she'd had Botox this morning. I wasn't, that was Daisy who works on the show. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right, yeah. I'm Sue being, Botox. Sue Botox, she does, yeah. <laughs> there is a new court of Sue Botox, which has got quite a lot of hair in it. Would you have it done? No. I love it, I think she's great. Um... Justin from Luton has called... Who's Justin from Luton? They must be freezing cold. <laughs> Put another bar on that electric fire to somebody Justin from Luton. Sorry, carry on. I've mentioned his name about five times. I'm sorry. He's, call he's called his cat horse. Anyone who's listening to this on podcast, can you go back and count that? And I don't... I think it was twice, maximum. No, it was at least... Called it was cat, at least thrice. He's called his cat horse. Yeah. <laughs> See, that just... I think that's wrong. That's that's very confusing. Absolute Radio. John Richardson is with us in the studio. <laughs> yes, welcome, John. Thanks. Is that supposed to be relevant? Yeah. To me. <laughs> Who was the most famous character? Oh, JR. Very uh, good. See, do you very see? Good. It's really snappy, isn't that it? It really is grabs good. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, what else? What would you have liked instead? Um, no, I don't mind. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. it's just, I didn't, you didn't get it for a second. No, no right. one does, John. Well, that's no. okay. That's okay <laughs> because that team. means that your name then will stick in their in their minds. Yes. Because I think one of the problems with being famous and being called John Richardson is it's not that unusual a name. Yeah. Well, that's that's true. It's not really an issue at the moment because I'm not really famous. But if you'd cr if you'd left your house at two fifteen this morning, driven into a fire hydrant and then a tree, people yes. would say, "Does that um, what's he called, Jack?" Jack, <laughs> yeah. Jack Jefferson. Whereas Tiger Woods is a name yeah. that sticks. You see, I would get yourself the, an animal first name. Yeah, I think if I'd uh, got out of my house at 2.15 and drove into a fire hydrant in a tree, I'd probably be glad that no one knew about it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the downfall of a name like Tiger Woods, that story's going to stick. <laughs> Whereas with me, they just got some guys lost it again in Swindon. Doesn't really matter. You know, you know the guy from Dallas. He's yeah. had a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, there's, there's so many mini roundabouts to, draw, to slow you down in Swindon. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It wings out the bad drivers, Swindon. There's no excuses, <laughs> no hiding places. Sometimes I go down to the magic roundabout and just watch. Just watch people have breakdowns. <laughs> in case anyone has, has never been to um, 
Swindon and seen the magic rep. That mm. is an actual. I mean, that is a place. It's a proper traffic. So proper. If you watch Points West news bulletins, it's one of the little clips that like they use to identify the region. Yeah, that's its big deal. You know, it's like Clifton Suspension Bridge. Um, it's and well would, up there. would you like to explain what's distinctive about the magic roundabout? It's five roundabouts stuck together to make one massive roundabout. The way it works is there's a big roundabout, and then each exit has got a mini roundabout mm-hmm. on it. So when you when you drive towards it, it looks like a star chart. Yeah, as you drive, it's, it's a really it's a it's phenomenal, quite beautiful, especially at Christmas. Uh, Have you not been <laughs> tempted, uh, John, as, as you know, as your career has, has, has got better and better, to, to, to do the big move to London? Well, we were just discussing this, weren't we, outside the move to London? And I who, don't who think was discussing it. Daisy and I were discussing <laughs> it. Oh, da- oh Daisy and I. featuring in the show a lot today. <laughs> Suddenly it's Daisy oh, and I. Magic that roundabout, Daisy. I oh, know that was her. <laughs> <laughs> we had the classic Mull versus London debate. Um, oh. I think I would rather live Wava. I'd wava with somewhere else to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this happens when I come to London. I start just dropping letters of the alphabet. <laughs> I just can't handle it. I can't. I need a car and a driveway that I can get in and go. And you can't do that in London. You've got to get buses and underground trains. And I'm a total bumpkin, is what I'm saying. I can't do the noise of it. And last night I just wanted to do my gig and go home, and I couldn't. And I ended up somewhere loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to sound tedious but there's too much going on I quite like to just get home and stick the telly on and... It was a good gig though, I went to John's gig last night Yes I did Can I just say there is a 17th I read a 17th century French writer mm. who described London at the time as one big shout Yes Which is basically what you're saying Yeah, so, so you said my, uh, my comments are 300 years old at <laughs> No, I think, it's, I think it's an even bigger shout than it used to be <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's a massive shout now So yeah, so we sent, we sent uh, Emily as our agent to, to watch your show yeah. I, I, mean, I loved it, but I had a problem with it Oh, okay. what? You can't say that? I'll she really you. brought this no, up No, all time. you can say to a comedian is that was absolutely brilliant It was awesome, it but it was audience related Okay. It wasn't talent related. Oh, well, that's it was, the man sitting behind Phew. me had the longest legs. It was like basically I had Gandalf behind me. Yeah. And he was pushing them into my bum. I ended up sitting on his lap virtually for the entire gig. <laughs> I kept turning around giving him dirty looks when he just was staring ahead impassively. Maybe he thought you were flirting with him and <laughs> that's why he pushed his knees further into your bum. Yeah. The well, more she, I she looked probably at him, the was more flirting with him. She just <laughs> left that bit out of the store. When you say you were giving him dirty looks, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Mean, like, Do you mean filthy. come hither, look? <laughs> yeah. I don't see how his legs can be in your bum. I'll show you later. You will not. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my best trousers on. <laughs> but surely there was a seat separating you. One would think so, but his leg was so big, Frank, that it was poking through the seat. It's called a theatre, but they're not sort of plush theatre seats like what you have at your gig. They're, they're like, like sort of the Ikea. Don't make me of feel bad, John. No, they're like school chairs. Yeah, they're like school chairs. Yeah, oh, I see. oh, well, that makes... Oh, mm. well, that's fair enough. Well, that, but you loved the show. Oh, I loved it. I will You're funny. Height, I've got one show left tonight and I'll put a height restriction on that gig for <laughs> anybody sitting on anything <laughs> other than the front row. Well, they can sit cross-legged. They're very tall. Can they? Yeah. <laughs> I think that would... Would that not put their then right boot in the anus if whoever was in, in oh, I don't front know if, I don't if, No, I don't know if you can say anus on absolute right. <laughs> can you not? Where's, you the, where's, the, where's the manual? Pass me the... <laughs> oh, I'll, be with, I'll be with you. Check. It'll be under A. No. <laughs> so um, in the in the behind, we're going to call it in the behind. That's not. A, is that a cult? That's the behind. The absolute. <laughs> cult. They're a cult. They're a religion. Absolute radio. We're, um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and we're with uh, John Richardson, who is um, 
on tour at the moment. Yeah, kind of, yeah. What do you mean? Well, it's not one of these sort of like, you know, 40 night arena tours. It's one of those like, I'll be in Didcot on a Wednesday and then in two weeks and a day I'll be in Newcastle. Yeah, but that's like a proper tour. Is it? This other stuff's gone very rock and roll, the arena. Hasn't it just, yeah. Yeah. I'm only saying that because I can't sell the ticket. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's big up small right. tours, as y- it were. Yeah, I'm on a massive mini tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If there's an art centre near you, I'll be near it in a small back room behind a pub. Do you, uh, do you like it? Because some people, they like the gigs, but they don't like hotels and... Oh, I like or... hotels. I don't like the gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you need to be is a travelling salesman. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a while. I was a salesman for a while. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. What did you sell? Well, this is a contentious issue because I sell tobacco products. Okay. Well, you sell fags, basically. Well, <laughs> if you can't say the A word, then you can't say the F word, can you, surely? Well, you went knocking on doors to, to sell cigarettes. cigarettes. Don't go knocking on doors. No, no. <laughs> People don't. You don't get door-to-door <laughs> cigarette no, sales. I would strictly allow to visit local primary schools. <laughs> now, I'd go to shops and say, hey, but I represented really rubbish brands, so they'd have ones that were selling well, and I'd go, you know what you need? Just some consulate menthol on that shelf, and they'd mm. say, We don't. And I'd say, Okay, bye. What cool as a mountain stream? <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah, you that, used, done my that job. used to be the slogan when I was a kid. In the days when you could have advertise cigarettes on telly. Yeah, with phrases like cool, you can't do that anymore, you see. I always so I always think that. being a salesman must be a heartbreaking job though. Um I quite liked wearing a suit. Mm. I'm quite simple like that. I like having <laughs> that a That was new enough car. for you. Did yeah. you get a company suit? I got a, no, they didn't I had to buy my own suit. Um, company car? Company car. Well, that's why I took the job, you see, because it was when I started doing gigs and I was chefing at the time and you can't do chefing, you know, you have to do it in the evenings. So I took a job that I could work during the day and they'd pay for me to have a new car so I could get to gigs. It was all very ruthless. So hold on, cynical. you sold cigarettes in the day. Yeah. I was, was the car, by the way, in the shape of a big cigarette? <laughs> no. It was, oh. It was a fairly tedious fleet car, I'm afraid. Oh, that's, that's such a pity. I'd lo- I love the image of you with, like, the windscreen in the in the filter tip. <laughs> yeah. You're driving along. And, of course, when the exhaust, you really well, want your exhaust to play up, don't you? Yeah. And the smoke coming out yeah. of the cigarette. Yeah. I did Burn that oil. Paint it orange just at the bottom of the exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Worm's eye view, it did yeah. look like a cigarette. But from everyone else, it just looked like a fairly depressing Vauxhall. <laughs> <laughs> so you were doing that in the day, and yeah. being a chef in the evening, and doing comedy? Well, I kind of weaned out the chefing, just because, like I say, it clashed. So I would just drive around South Wales, uh, peddling my wares, and then I'd go and do gigs. But the good thing about sales is you can work when shops are open. So if I had to put in a Saturday to go and do a gig for no money in Newcastle on a Tuesday, then I could do that. You weren't one of these, but I see blokes around London who have like a, just like a tray of cigarettes and they're selling them off cheap. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. That's naughty. No, well, if no, the I next was... one, I, I, I shall make a citizen's arrest. <laughs> yeah, do, please. <laughs> yeah, I won't, be, I won't be tampered with by these people. So, I, I, being a chef, did, yeah. did you have to go to college and all that stuff? No, no, I was the kind of chef that would make actual chefs really angry because I just started off when I was like 15 putting cress garnishes on sandwiches. And then it sort of built up from there to the point where I was actually chopping the tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> a, a slow rise to fame. It's quite an arc. But yeah. can you can you cook well now, John? Um, not right now, obviously, because we're in the <laughs> studio. 
Um, <laughs> no, it just so happens we have a Caligas star. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, only last Monday I did make a cracking cheese fondue. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Well, I haven't had a fondue for a long time. Not of many people haven't, and uh, that's that's just the kind of dinner parties I throw. When you come round my house, you'll get a dish you weren't expecting. Yeah. And you will have to eat it out of politeness, if nothing else. Did you follow it with a prawn cocktail? It, fe- it would have felt right. To no, me. well, I made a big boo boo because I. Well, I've never it. had that. What's that like? <laughs> It's got any bear in it? Yeah, it's got cherries on top, oh. as you can imagine. Yes. Um, it, well, I made a lasagna to follow, which meant just melted cheese overload, doesn't it? Oh, cheese God, sauce yeah, and God, lasagna. You pushed them through the cheese, cheese barrier. Fondue. By the time the cheese board came out, people would just add enough. Just add enough. <laughs> no. I'm not sponsored by cheddar for nothing. <laughs> oh, you know, I actually feel a bit cloyed, but just by yeah, the mention of by all the that. Cheese. Yeah, a cloyed is what I feel. Not the um, orangutan from Every Which Way But Lou. <laughs> Cloyd. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, uh, did you read that there was a thing, a story about um, Silvio Berlusconi in The Sun? I love week. him. Yeah. And it said that, um, well, I don't want to go into too much detail, but he said he took this young woman back to his uh, apartment and then he'd been kissing her and things, kissing and cuddling. Well, it said two lesbians um, caressed his feet. And I thought, dear, he's 73 years old. So I looked at the comments, and there was one comment, <clears throat> and it was something like Dave from Essex, and it just said, legend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure their time could have been more profitably spent, though. Mm, well, yes, I agree with that. It depends what, what kind of profit they made. <laughs> I, um, I was coming out of a gig the other night in Hammersmith, and mm-hmm. um, it happened to be, I think, the specials were playing at the Hammersmith Apollo, and so there was all loads of specials fans, and it was a very specific sort of person. Was it? It was ageing... pie hats. Ageing skinheads, <laughs> is what it was. Yeah? And um, there were lots of them on the tube. Well, it was ageing skinheads, and then this one, like, quite... Um, I, he must have been about 60 years old, a transvestite, a 60-year-old <laughs> transvestite. Oh, OK. Who, um, who was... Unconvincing, but it was yeah. interesting the mix of people, the type of person who was a specials. Yeah, I don't fan. think of, I, I wouldn't think that I'd got a hardcore following of transvestites, but you never know. Mm. I'll, personally, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> you don't look very specials, though, no. Gary. But you hadn't been to see the specials. I had been to see. Who oh. do you think? Who do I look like a fan of? Frank, if what you do had you think? To, we have to define ourselves. Well, I think this is quite a good. If you walk down the street and just pick, just saw a stranger at random and think, who is their favourite? Mm. You know, what do they really love to listen to? I know what I'd think with you. What would you think with me? Well, you've got a slightly rocker's sort of teddy boy thing going on because you like a brothel creeper and sometimes a, a raised collar. So I would say shawaddy waddy or darts. <laughs> is that all right with you? I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, good. See, Gareth? I, Gareth, I, I, somewhat, Gareth's going to say me or I say him? You say Gareth. I think Gareth, I think, sort of, he's got that sort of Brit poppy. I'd say, not top end Brit poppy, I'd say uh, Ocean Coliseum. <laughs> oh dear. That's what, that would be my guess. Is that, is that a long way short? <laughs> like something a little bit more obscure, like I was. In spiral carpets, I might say. Weird stuff. What about I, me? I mean, em- me? Me, me, what about me? Emily looks like she could be. A very beautiful hanger-on of a quite scuzzy group. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, um, like you could be on the arm of Keith Richards or someone. How old do you think I am? <laughs> oh my god! What, the arm is much, much younger. No, just, 
on the arm, what, just to get the vein up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'd say, I'd Clutching see, very tightly if around I saw, the shoulder. I don't know if this works if you don't know what we look like, but if I saw, maybe it's a good way to first find out what people look like mm. through the band, what imagines they listen to. Um, I would probably guess Emily... I mean, she said to me earlier, uh, what was your Celine Dion, what everyone like, people saw? I bet you think I'd like No, Celine I don't Dion. think that. I think there's a bit more about you than that. I'm going Mary J. Blige. Oh. Because I imagine you R&B heartbreak stories is the sort of thing <laughs> women of a certain age <gasps> like to listen to. Frank! When I say a certain age, I mean 32. So I'm... I'll take that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Keith Richards' date. Yeah, what would, if you saw Emily in the street, Gareth, what would you say was it would be her favourite music? Um, I, 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 I said sort of quite rock. I don't think it's so much about. I said. Oh, you've Richards, answered this, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I've had short-term memory loss. I will, at the full anyway, gig. welcome. This is Frank's going out to the radio. <laughs> Looking forward to the show this morning. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. You never said who you thought if you saw me in the street. Well, I, when I went to that full gig, I kind of looked around and thought. This is a room full of Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'm proud of that. Obviously, that makes me very proud. Look, it's been um, a lovely morning. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening on podcast, then I want you to, whoever's next to you on the bus or the tube now, I want you to look at them and smile, but in a way that suggests that you're smiling now, you'll be punching later. <laughs> um, it's been lovely. Um, good day to you. Absolute Radio.